Joining me in the studio this morning, I've got Mammoth Roseville High School Athletic Director Jeremy Adolfson. Coach, how are you doing this morning? Good, Sean. How are you? Good. Um, we uh, um, got I got you on the roll. There we go. All right. Now you're back on. All right. Uh, how you doing? Good. Doing well. Uh, how about that weather forecast? We're going to have another winter like we we'll find some wood to knock on. Right. Another winter like we had last year. We didn't hardly have any cancellations or postponements at all. Yeah, it was fantastic last year. I'm trying to think if we even... I don't think he had anything moved, did we? I don't think so. I think we kept saying it week by week. It's amazing that because I mean, for I don't know the previous non-COVID winters, I think we'd had not just moving around, but I think our boys, girls, and wrestlers all lost like lost games that we never did get to make <laughs> yeah, up because right. of the amount of games you had to try to make up. And then of course you get to the very last week of the season, and people are looking forward to the regional and getting started. And yeah, so um, I mean we're. Planning on being home a whole bunch for the girls' basketball, especially there after, after break. Uh, so, yeah, it'd be nice to make sure we get all those, uh, all those in. And I know our, our wrestlers do nothing but hit the road after Christmas, so they kind of flip uh, the way the schedules have looked. So, yeah, hopefully we can hang on to, to what we've got there. I'm sure there'll be a few days that'll get a little iffy, sure. but maybe we luck yeah. out and they're on random Wednesdays when not much is going on. There are just multiple days, except for last last winter, multiple days where I spend two, three hours just scanning through Twitter. That's how I get my cancellations oh, yeah. and postponements yeah. from, from not our local schools. Just, you know. Yeah, my first several years AD, I remember <laughs> you, get, you, know, you get those snow days, cold days, which back in the student days, and honestly as a teacher, like, oh, this is great. And usually what I'm admitting is like between email, phone call, text message, sometime around noon, you had it figured out what the heck was going on for – that night and what that meant for future nights and uh yeah just trying to get things to work and then a lot of times it's all for knocks and you wake up the next morning and you're in the same boat and then you're rescheduling something else and and uh you know trying to see if you know can they practice can they not practice you know what's it going to be like by after school and yeah it's just uh it was it was really nice last year to kind of wake up and just know that hey we're playing yeah. we're doing it as as uh as scheduled yeah uh, a lot of W's last week for uh, for our uh, sports teams. We'll start with the boys' yeah. basketball. They got a couple wins last week. Yeah, had a really good win uh, on the road down at Warsaw against really Wes nice Hancock. Uh, good team. Um, had a real successful season up to that point. Had a nice, solid victory there uh, on the road. Uh, and then on um, Saturday at the Great Western Shootout, early, uh, bright and early, got a win over uh, Southeastern. Uh, there, I, I listen, was able to listen a little bit there until I got to the girls' uh, game to set up, and then just kind of my brain went away and didn't turn it back on my phone. When I was walking around, so I actually had to ask Coach Sotos. He walked in, said, I assume you held on, right? And, and uh, now he said, Yeah, I said, a little, little sleepy uh, in the morning there, getting things going, but they were able to get, uh, get a good win there. I know Southeastern's a young team. I was talking to their uh, principal, uh, who's got a daughter on the Camp Point Southeastern girls' basketball team that was there, and just said they're young and they were scrapping, and they were happy to you know, hang in there. Uh, with us so yeah good week there getting getting two wins um, and then this week uh, we got the the girls boys doubleheader at a town yes. tonight I uh, just want to make sure everybody uh, knows on our in there it's a six o'clock start for the girls uh, followed by the boys so roughly seven thirty. I originally had down uh, five thirty uh, on our schedule that have been posted for for a long time but it's six o'clock for the girls which means the boys will probably be closer to seven thirty. and then they go to United Township which was a real late uh, add there for us. I think we actually made that addition with Coach Sotos at a golf uh, invite or regional, <laughs> one or the other. I know we're out at Gibson Woods when we finalized it uh, with Coach Say from Rockridge taking over the program up there. We'd lost a game and hadn't found anybody to play, and uh, we'd played up at UT last year. 
And they said, yeah, if you guys are willing to make the trip, we'll, we got a game for you. They just didn't want to make it down here. So, um, yeah, we're playing that one. That one's also a little different time-wise. I think they're on break, actually. Uh, it's a 4.30 start uh, for the JV, and then the varsity will follow you know, roughly 6 o'clock uh, there on Wednesday night up at UT. And then also last night I uh, saw on Twitter that the uh, Western Holiday Tournament um, par- uh, pairings came out. Uh, we are not playing the early game. We're playing the exact opposite. We have the 9.30 p.m. Uh, game there on the first day, which will be on December Thursday, December 28th, uh, playing Illini West, who we haven't played now for a few years, uh, and then hopefully get a chance to win, and we play at 9.30 again uh, the very next night, um, most likely against Camp Point Central, who's the number one overall seed off to a heck of a start um, so far and, and really quite remarkable since they didn't practice before the season started. They were winning a state championship in football. Yeah, yeah uh, there's something that. else going so, on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I read there's only like one or two kids on that basketball team that were not on the football team. So, yeah, they, had, they maybe shot, shot around a little bit for a few weeks. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, yeah, going to be some, some late ones over there. And, um, but, again, we avoid the, uh, the early morning um, matchup there, which I know is always something that you're trying to avoid there, especially yeah. for Christmas break. It's you know, early morning on Saturday during the, when you're kind of in the rhythm is one thing, but – you know, kids can get probably a couple of days off there before Christmas, and you get back to practice for a couple of days, and uh, but that should be should be a real fun one for them there. It was it was really rough getting that nine a.m. game when they started it like on the twenty sixth. If the yeah. if the week kind of fell crazy where they kind of had to start it on the twenty sixth, which they have before that yep. nine a.m. game after Christmas was even rougher. Now you got a couple of days to get acclimated. Shoot, you got a couple of days of practice, right? You know, yeah, and kind started. of lucked. Out. I think this is kind of where they prefer to do it. But obviously, with Western Illinois' uh, home schedule, that, that always has a little bit of a yeah. a play there. So it's you know we always put down what we think are the dates. But yeah, they get to play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think as it probably was intended over a weekend, and um, yeah, so that should be should be a lot of fun. I'm a night owl, so that's going to be fine for me. Yeah, right? I'm totally fine with night. Well, so I'm thinking with the number of games that are scheduled <laughs> that day, that the the chances that it really starts <laughs> at nine thirty is probably not good. Uh, hopefully, they can stay on schedule. Maybe get a couple. Mercy rule games early on, maybe in some matchups that aren't so good to, to keep it keep it on schedule. I, I was there one year, and it's been several years ago before I, I think I got into radio that I was there watching. I usually went for the whole first day normally. Uh, took that day off of work and then went for the whole first day. And the 8 o'clock game went into overtime, and it was like 10 o'clock by the time they yeah. actually got the last game started. Yeah. Well, I said for the kids, it's probably not much of a problem no, at all. Yeah. It's probably all the adults yeah. that are ready to go to bed at that point. Kids <laughs> are kind of just getting fired up at, at 930 at night, some of them. So, yeah, I'm sure they're excited to be able to sleep in and then get, you know, they get a shoot around or get, you know, get some things going that day as well. But, again, with the start on the 28, I think that's a, a, a good scenario for them. I uh, was doing a game uh, Friday night. I was doing the West Central Uni- or West Central Ridgewood game. I had Doug Dennison's game on Friday night out at the United Tournament, and I was sitting in the hospitality room afterwards. And one of the officials who's on the committee mm-hmm. was in there. So we start breaking down who you know who the who's the seeds are going to be on Sunday. And I said, "Well, I've got this sheet that I keep daily before I go to bed. I always fill it out with all the overall records from mm-hmm. like." 50 teams around here. He's like, Great. oh, my God, get that out, he said. Yeah. So he took a yeah. picture of it, took it. With it sure. oh, yeah. So I hope I didn't I didn't mess us out of a top four seed no, by giving him all no, the good. Yeah. Well, so they probably need to get you on the, on the committee there. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like the right. uh, the college yeah. football deal there. People like, yeah. well, I mean, it seems like you should know what's going on with everybody here. <laughs> but the guy that points at all the charts yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, didn't get a top four seed, but we did get uh, get to play Lion Eye West, which is just a neat matchup mm-hmm. since we don't get to play them much anymore. Yep. Uh, the freshman. 
Had a nice week, winning the uh, freshman title. Yeah, won the freshman title. It's the second time they've done that since I've been the AD there in, in 17. They beat Sherrard. Uh, it's actually the first time we didn't play Galesburg for the championship. No. It's always been us versus Galesburg in the finals. So uh, really good win uh, for them. I know that they get kind of a, a long uh, break here now until uh, after Christmas with, with the freshman schedule. Um, they'll pick it up pretty good in, in January and February. we got a lot of games and really, really a lot Really, the very end there in, in February is finally some things start to open up. Just hopefully we can keep them, keep them, uh, keep those games there as, as things progress. I know we play several teams where their freshmen are uh, pretty crucial to the to the JV team as well. So, yeah, really good win there for Coach Shrek and uh, second time in three years, right? We won it, won it, yeah. uh, when these juniors were, were freshmen as well, and one that got that got postponed three or four times. We pulled it off like in February sometime, but uh, yeah, really good good win for them, and then they get a little. Time off from practice, and they'll come back and, and get right to it. I think they actually uh, they'll get planned the right way and go back to school uh, in January and, and have a game or two a week the rest of the, the rest of the way out. Girls almost went three and zero last week. Ended up going two and one. Had a heck of a game on Saturday, but did he get a couple yep. wins earlier in the week? Yeah, beat Rock Ridge uh, on the road there, um, and then beat uh, Orion on the road as well. And then yeah, as you said, Saturday was a was a great oh. game. first home uh, first home game against Camp Point, who's really really good and. Uh, girls played well, and then um, you know the the weird thing with us having one home uh, girls game here before Christmas before they start the big home stand was, uh, as it turned out, it worked out kind of uh, perfectly for almost perfectly, I guess for for Carmen Houston a win would have been great, but right. Carmen Houston gets her one thousandth point and gets it at, at home. home. <laughs> she needed twelve, and she took care of ten of them uh, there before halftime, so it was pretty well a uh, a done deal there, and and uh, yeah, fantastic accomplishment uh, for her. We're able to recognize her. Uh, you know, during the game, the officials, Coach Long, Camp Point's like, absolutely. Like, if, you know, as long as it's not you know, 10 seconds left to go, he took the lead on us with it. We might not want to play that one out, but uh, able to stop the game uh, briefly there. I know Coach Weber had set up, uh, they had some cupcakes and a little reception for her afterwards. And uh, just a really cool uh, thing to have a thousand points in a career is, is always fantastic. Uh, but to do it when you think about her freshman year being the COVID year with not as many oh, games. Right. Yeah. You know, really uh, quite sure. an accomplishment. I mean, if you play it all out, it's possible it may have happened at the end of last year if you get, yeah. you know, real uh, full seasons in there the whole time. So, yeah, very, uh, very cool. Uh, first one in a long, I think maybe my first year's AD or second, whenever uh, Carly Gillen, I think, maybe hit it. That's the last one I can remember. Um, yeah, me too. It's, it's been, it's been a while. It. But, yeah, fantastic uh, career and, and continues um Obviously, with a lot of basketball left, and then you think about the state track medals and and accomplishments at the uh, volleyball. I think she had a thousand assists. I think too, like or five. I don't. It was you know she hit milestones all over the place. But yeah. a four year varsity person for all uh, you know all four seasons now or three uh, for all three sports, and which is pretty pretty amazing. And so the only thing that would have made it better was been able to, to finish that thing off. But but obviously she had a fantastic game and went well over you know well over a thousand points by now. Uh, there at the end, but yeah, tough, tough loss. But played a really good team, played them really, really well, and and uh, you know, as, as we've good said before, game. with with the people that you're playing against, that's going to prepare them well uh, for the future. Um, this week, they do, as I said, kick things off at A Town tonight. The girls' boys doubleheader there at A Town at uh, six o'clock, and then they will head to Ridgewood uh, on Wednesday night as well to get one more in there before uh, before the break, and then they uh, get going also over at. Um, uh, the Erie Prophetstown uh, Warkins Girls Basketball Classic. It will be all at Prophetstown this year. All girls games at Prophetstown. They get going a day sooner. They start Wednesday, December twenty seventh, and they'll play two games uh, on that day. 
They play uh, Stark County at 2.30 and then play uh, Bureau Valley at uh, 5.30. So also kind of catch a little bit of a break there, not to get up quite so early to, to make the long trip there to Prophetstown, which is nearly an hour and a half uh, getting there. Games do get started at 10, but we play at 2.30 and, and 5.30 there. And then uh, those results will determine where they play, uh, when they play, excuse me, on Wednesday uh, and Friday. And that's been a, a really good tournament for us, um, one that we've been able to win uh, multiple times and played really well there. Uh, over the years so yeah looking forward to to that and then as I said they'll get back uh, from Christmas and we got a whole bunch of home games there I think we got seven or eight of them uh, lined up there after uh, after Christmas break the uh, yeah that tournament kind of got messed up had some cancellations at the last minute and they kind of called it a classic slice shootout thing and things got jacked up a little bit but they're back to pool play looks like everything's back to normal yeah last year was just kind of scheduling games and letting you play people that you hadn't played uh, essentially but yeah this year able to get it Get it back, and, and you know they were, um, you know, concerned last year. They wanted to make sure they got it back to a tournament and kind of checked in with everybody, like, "Hey, hang with us here. We think we can get some teams back." And um, I don't think it's really any fault of their own. People dropped out right. or didn't have programs. I think is actually what the the issue was for a few of them. And I saw, I think like Fulton maybe last year didn't have a team, so uh, they're back and, and up and running again. So yeah, that's um, that's a, a good one. And, and like I said, they do the boys and the girls going on same time. One in Erie, one at Prophet Sounds. They got a lot of things. Uh, happening up there so again good weather it would be awesome on on those days especially when you don't have the normal normalcy of school going on uh wrestling had a couple meets last week had actually a saturday off good for, good for them yeah. yeah um uh we hosted um uh, putnam county and ivc on thursday another home matchup there picked up a couple um, a couple wins there. Uh, Gabe Ortiz Mora had a couple pins. Uh, Moises Martinez was very excited. Uh, sophomore, he had a couple pins there. Uh, Landon Montreux with two wins, and then Gavin Bell had two pins uh, as well there in in those two matchups. Which so it was a really good night. Got to see uh, that one there. And then Friday hit the road uh, to Kiwani to face Newman and Kiwani. Uh, Newman and Kiwani both uh, got us, but we did have uh, three kids. Uh, Boy Thing, uh, Alejandro Morales, and Gabe Ortiz Mora all had two pins. Um, their uh, Friday, and then as you said, they had the Saturday off. Um, this week then, uh, believe it or not, it's senior uh, night coming up for uh, our wrestlers this Wednesday. So as we talked about the girls being pushed almost everything after Christmas, the boys had all of theirs for wrestling uh, before Christmas. First off, we, we've never had four home meets in, in my time here. This year it worked out well with the rotations and the schedule uh, to have four, but they all fit in uh, before Christmas. So it will be senior night. Uh, this Wednesday, uh, we'll play, uh, go against Mercer County and Camp Point. Six o'clock is the start of that first matchup, which I'm sure will be us against Camp Point. Uh, we will honor our seniors uh, about 550, uh, 5.45, 5.50 there prior to it. We do have four seniors uh, this year, Gavin Bell, Gabe Ortiz, Mora, Jexel Rivera, and Boy Thang. Um, so looking forward to, to that, and, and uh, you know, hopefully they can keep going with a successful year. And then they get a little time off before uh, getting back at it after Christmas break. Uh, cheerleaders, speaking of getting on the mats, cheerleaders yeah. got on the mats this weekend. Yeah, second Saturday in a row, went to Peoria High for the Peoria ICCA uh, Invitational. Um, uh, sit on here, we won only six teams out of the 17 that were there to not have any deductions or legalities. Um, and again, have scored high enough to qualify for the ICCA state championship uh, meet that's going to be coming up there Um after Christmas, uh, they did place 12 out of 17 in a really tough field there. So, uh, again, things are going really well for them. Back-to-back weeks of competition. And as we mentioned before, being able to qualify for that state championship sponsored by the ICCA is, is a big deal, especially when you're two years in and we're two years qualifying. So uh, they continue to, to push forward. And and uh, before you know it, we'll be talking about their uh, postseason. Yeah. So, again, that, that state meet. 
that ICCA puts on is separate from the HSA state meet. But again, obviously you have to qualify, and it's high level competition and great preparation as they um, you know, get ready for their postseason coming up. I believe there's might be like the first weekend of February somewhere in there. I think is the the re, uh, regional there for sure. Deal. Cheerleaders having a good season as well. All right, um, chance for you to get a little rest. We won't speak to you unless you want to come in on Christmas morning. I yeah, don't, no, it's totally no, up we're, to you. we're good. I'm sure I'm honestly, with the way, like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, so. no, well, a few <laughs> things to do, and who knows, put together maybe. But uh, uh, yeah, no, it's been actually before Christmas. Been pretty lucky with how things have went. A lot, a lot of wrestling, obviously, some under some lower level stuff, a few boys games, and we get back and. Uh, we'll get real busy there uh, in January and February as far as at the high school gym. we got something going on way more nights than we don't, uh, and there's some weeks where it's you know it's straight through Monday through Saturday, so looking forward to that. And also want to mention um, we will be hosting the Boys Basketball Regional once again uh, there nice. in February. Did get confirmation on that just a week and a half ago there or so, um, so that will add a little more to the, to the home uh, situation there, and, and hopefully we're – Playing well and getting those top seeds, and and uh, you know it's I think 2019's last time we hosted a regional for any kind of basketball. So looking forward to, to doing that. Should be a good one. All right, coach. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Have a great Christmas. Thank you. You too. That's Jeremy Adolson. He's a Mama Roseville High School Athletic Director here on the Morning Show. We'll be back.